This is Paul Adamson, and welcome to In Conversation, the regular podcast of my online magazine, Encompass. I chat informally with personalities from a wide variety of backgrounds on a wide variety of subjects. If you like this podcast, you can go to the magazine's website, encompass-europe.com, or any of the main platforms for free access to all the podcasts to date. I hope you enjoy this conversation. My guest is Dario Nardella. Dario Nardella is the mayor of Florence and president of EuroCities. Dario, thank you for doing this podcast. Thank you to you. Right. I'd like us to talk about three things, uh, Dario. First of all, your, your, your role, your life as mayor of Florence. Secondly, your role as uh, president of EuroCities and what that organization does. But I would like the, the, the biggest part of our conversation for the next 20 minutes or so to be devoted to how you think uh, Italy's allocation of this next generation EU, the recovery fund, uh, mm-hmm. should be spent in your in your judgment. So let's kick off by life as the, the, the mayor of Florence and explain to our listeners, maybe you're not familiar with the system in Italy, what degree of autonomy does a mayor like you have vis-a-vis the central government? What are the extent of your, of your powers, if you like? Okay, so uh, first of all, thank you for this great opportunity. Um, I, I'm Mayor Florence since 2014 and as you know uh, my city is uh, a global city is one of the best italian symbol in the world and uh, thanks to this aspect obviously we are one of the protagonists in uh, in the italian framework a political framework uh, but uh, from the institutional point of view, I would like to, to remind that uh, Florence is one of the 14 metropolitan cities since 2014, when we had a new uh, law with a new regulation on uh, the metropolitan cities, which are the, the, the biggest Italian cities. Thanks to this network, we have many opportunities to relate uh, to Italian government and Italian state and national institutions. Also because we have an important and uh, and, uh, effective institutional tool, which is the Conferenza Unificata. It's uh, a central conference where all the institutional stakeholders Uh, have a a seat like municipalities, metropolitan cities, regions, and and, uh, national governments. In this uh, conference, uh, we used to share all the main strategies in order to uh, allocate uh, uh, public investments or in order to develop new actions for our territories. But um, we have also a substantial role uh, in terms of political role, I mean. Uh, For example, last week uh, I uh, had uh, many opportunities to meet many uh, uh, ministries uh, in charge for important uh, environmental uh, policy, public transports, if, if I can interrupt you, Dario, to what extent does the, the, um, the stability or sometimes instability of central government in Rome impact on your life as a mayor? Or you, 
can, can you live a kind of parallel existence? Unfortunately, the national government instability is a negative aspect of uh, Italian uh, system. Also because at local uh, level, we have an opposite institutional uh, model. Because as you know, uh, the, in Italy, mayors are directly uh, voted by citizens and we have a strong stability because we have a complete mandate uh, five years long and, um, and, it's, and we have a large majority that permit us to plan and to uh, uh, our strategies and to uh, transform these strategies in concrete projects and actions. But at national level, uh, the, the, the govern, governmental system is, uh, is different from, from local governments. And we have many political majorities uh, ch changes in the, in, the, in the national assembly. And, and we and some sometime we have to repeat to to restart our relations vis-a-vis -vis central governments. This aspect uh, is a negative. It's a problem. I I I want to be honest. It's it's um, one of the main problems we have in Italy. But have things improved since Mario Draghi became your prime minister? Everybody outside Italy has a very high opinion that you know, Mr. Draghi. Is that opinion shared by uh, people like yourself inside Italy? I have a very positive consideration of Mario Draghi. And uh, I, I think that he's um, a, a perfect solution in this crucial moment that we are facing in Italy. Also because, as you told, uh, he has a very high reputation in, in Europe, thanks to his past uh, rules as a, a Central European Bank governor. And uh, mm, I, uh, I have to uh, underline also that uh, he has in this moment a, a large majority in parliament from left side to, to center right side. So thanks to this man, this reputation and this large majority in parliament, uh, I think we can have um, a stability for the next two years, which are very crucial uh, for the um, achievement of uh, PA, um, recovery plan objectives. Right. Well, as I said, we, we will come to the recovery plan in a moment. Before we do, Dario, I said in my introduction that you're also president of EuroCities. For the benefit of our listeners, could you maybe explain briefly what EuroCities is and what EuroCities does? Yes, of course. I am president of EuroCities since last year. And Eurocities uh, is the network of 200, more than 200 larger European cities. Our uh, mission is uh, to work together to improve the quality of life for people. And our goals are that people in our cities can take uh, part uh, in an inclusive society and prosperous local uh, economy. This network is one of the new tools we have in European political framework. 
And uh, I believe that is a, a very innovative institutional and political tool because we need a bottom-up process to accelerate the uh, European integration process. So uh, to achieve our goals, we facilitate a systematic uh, political and operational knowledge exchange and mutual learning uh, between cities uh, on the many urban challenges they face. And this is a very useful source of inspiration that allows cities to learn from each other and helps everyone make faster policy choices back home. Can I ask you though, you have this network of almost 200 major cities uh, uh, and they can, you can learn from each other, as you just said, but is there a downside in terms of trying to find agreement and consensus among so many different players about what your priorities as Euro cities should be? So we, our priorities give to mayors, to European mayors, a seat at the table in the decision-making processes. Because as you know, in, in European Union institutional model, we have only the committee of regions. But we need a more direct channel and, uh, and contact and link with uh, European Commission and uh, European Council. And so our advocacy is based on our experiences uh, with implementing 70% of uh, European rules at local level. And uh, now we have a, a very crucial uh, moment with the green, uh, the new Green Deal and the digital transition project and also other uh, important European strategies. In this moment, uh, I believe that mayors should play a concrete role and uh, an amazing role. Well, let's move on then to this so-called uh, recovery and resilience uh, facility, next generation EU, as it's called. And to remind our listeners, Italy received, will receive 191.5 billion euros as part of this uh, major fund. What do you think from your point of view? How should Italy basically spend these huge amounts of money? What should it, what Italy's priorities be? I think that uh, this recovery uh, plan is an historical uh, opportunity for uh, my country uh, and in general for all uh, European continent. And uh, it's also a big challenge for bureaucratic Italian system, uh, for civil and, uh, and panel uh, justice uh, system. Indeed, European Union is asking to uh, countries receiving these uh, huge funds to launch, to deliver uh, some important institutional reforms. And just in these weeks, as Italian uh, government, we are working on important reforms in a civil justice system and penal justice system. And also, uh, we are simplifying the um, administrative regulation for public infrastructures. Well, to, to what extent uh, do you think uh, central government in Italy and Rome will, will dictate the vast majority of how these funds should be spent? Or to what extent will it 
in effect delegate outsource to cities like like Florence to do a lot of the a lot of the work oh yes so we already sent to to national government some proposals in order to to include local governments in the national recovery plan strategy uh, for example italian government thanks to mario draghi commitment launched a platform committee, a, wow. a central committee to share uh, in a concrete way all the programs in order to allocate the, the funds from recovery plan. And uh, uh, we mayors are part of this committee, of this central committee with the regions and national government. We estimated that uh, 14, uh, 45 billion euros are uh, allocated on on uh, local level for um, environmental infrastructures uh, digital infrastructures and uh, energy efficiency projects railway uh, metropolitan networks cycling uh, pathways and many projects like like that so uh, i think this uh, this part of the national recovery plan is an important tool to accelerate the local uh, infrastructures uh, network especially in the center south part of the of the country i know that you're very concerned about this fund should be as inclusive as possible from a society point of view if you like and i'll i'll read a quote back to you that you uh, made not so long ago you say The European Green Deal and Europe's recovery package can be game changers for Europe, but only if the benefits are felt by people. It will be no good making our houses more energy efficient if people can no longer afford the rent. That's why we need cities on board. Is that a, a real concern for you or are you just putting down a kind of political marker to central government? Exactly. This is one of the the main challenges we have with the recovery plan achievement. social inclusion uh, i think is a transversal uh, aspect of all recovery plan fields and without a social inclusion policy and action we can't achieve uh, uh, real objectives also in green uh, transition and digital transition uh, for example we have many uh, problems in in schools buildings refurbishment on urban transformation regenerations in in many uh, suburbs and many cities and i think recovery plan is a wonderful occasion to decrease uh, the differences between social um categories we have in italy and in, indeed uh, national government decided to reserve a big part of this investment to create new employment for for young people and also to give more opportunities to women so these two points uh, for me are two important achievement of the Italian strategy for national recovery plan maybe it's too early in the process but do you have an idea of how for example florence will benefit from this recovery fund or are you still waiting to to have more clarity 
Yes, I think that uh, thanks to recovery plan, we have the opportunity to build a more inclusive city, a more compact city, a more sustainable city. As a matter of fact, we already presented uh, many uh, proposals about uh, digital transformation network, but also environmental infrastructures. For example, we have a, an innovative project named uh, Urban Forestation Project, and we, we want to cover all uh, public schools with, uh, uh, with plants and, and with uh, uh, vertical gardens, projected also uh, to decrease average temperature. And we have also an, an interesting uh, digital platform to, to track all the, the urban zones with the average temperatures. And, and thanks to this forestation, uh, we can decrease the temperature in, in the city which is one of the, the, the main problems we have. And um, other funds coming from recovery plan will be allocated to, to tramway system. Indeed, we have an important uh, overground metropolitan system with uh, 1.7 billion euros investment. We already realized uh, 50% of this network and we have to implement all the project thanks to, uh, to European funds and the national recovery plan. And, uh, and this overground uh, system will permit to all peoples, all community coming from uh, suburbs to move themselves uh, in a, a sustainable way. And that this is another aspect, another example, to tackle the, the social inclusion challenge. Okay. Well, a final question uh, to you, Dario, and to maybe to zoom out and not just talk about the resilience uh, found, the gen next generation you found as it applies to Florence and to Italy, but to the entire European Union. And to be very direct, do you think there are concerns or potential issues of the money, some of these monies, some of these funds not being wisely or even uh, appropriately spent? And are there enough uh, checks and balances in the system to make sure that there is, you know, not inefficient spending of the funds, there's not, frankly, dishonest spending of these funds? Well, to, be not, to be honest, as I already told you, uh, this is one of the big challenges we have in Italy because we must spend quickly and properly because uh, we have many public infrastructures to realize especially in South Italy. And we have to transform our national and regional bureaucracy. And we have to simplify many procedures, administrative procedures. Without these goals, without these achievements, we, uh, we can't realize everything we want and order uh, national recovery plans. I believe in Mario Draghi's uh, leadership, in his European experience, and next uh, five, six months will be crucial to understand uh, really if we can achieve all national uh, uh, recovery plan goals 
if we can uh, achieve these important reforms, which, which represent the, the tools and, and the only way we have to realize all these projects. Okay, well, we have to leave it there. Dario Nadella, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Paul. Thank you to you.